Welcome, folks. Fred Bleak here again with Bill DeWeese for another episode of Things Deweesian. Um, Bill, how was your week? All things. It was a very Deweesian, Deweesian kind of week. Well, that's good. Which, yeah, it, it was good. Uh, well, first of all, last week uh, I saw some progress, made it to $3,800 for the week. Uh, this week I'm wrapping up at 4200 and I'm not, actually, I'm not even done yet. I still have work to do once, once we wrap up our podcast this afternoon. Um, so things are, uh, you know, looking, looking up very good. Uh, Monday I did a project for a company called Red Fence. They do agricultural fencing. Uh, it was a corporate presentation. I did a safety video for Lake Geneva, uh, here in the El- Illinois area, Northern Illinois. Um, Hewlett Packard Enterprise did a project for them. New Mexico PBS worked for them. And then I did a, uh, my monthly market report for a uh, financial firm. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, it's all about, I think, you know, I, I, let's go back for a second. Is It's all about really making sure that that you have the, I mean, you had your idea on this, you know, it used to be $5,000 a week, yeah. then you moved it up to $6,000 right. a week. And people should understand that in order to sometimes move forward, you have to take a little bit of a step back. And so the reason why, first off, you had, you had the Black Black Tuesday, um, and and when you have those kinds of things happen, it's the reason why things have dropped down is what? Just so the people that are watching and listening can understand the reason for the drop, even though we've discussed it mm-hmm. before. Um, because I have I've I've eliminated my my lower paying clients, which accounts for about half of the projects I was doing. Not half the money, but okay. half the projects, which frees up more time for me to get more dollar dollars per project. What was left was, was clients, uh, some of which are regular, but a lot of which are clients that aren't regular and I have to audition for. So these are clients that are actually harder to get work for, but they pay, they net me more per job. And, um, so that's when I'm in the process of building. Sometimes you have to prune the fruit tree. If you want more fruit, you got to prune the tree back before it'll grow more fruit. Right. And so you were, I mean, you weren't surprised by this happening. Oh no. Well, no, I didn't expect to I didn't expect to snap my fingers and the next week be making 6,000 a week. No, absolutely not. This was a, a basically a one-year plan. Got it. So in other words, by like pruning the fig tree or whatever we're pruning here, what it is is you're cutting out those clients that, that really aren't bringing in a lot of high dollars but take a lot of time. Yes. And so it's going to take a little bit more time to replace those over time with higher paying clients. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. it. So again, this is a strategic business decision, and, and many people listening to the podcast may be just getting started. Some people are intermediate. Some people are advanced. But I think that the philosophy makes a lot of sense because I, I really think that this business, as far as especially me as an outsider looking at it from the outside in as a business person primarily, is that I see the idea and I, I differentiate. You know, I look at you and I look at Dave Vinoy, I look at some other people, and I'm noticing how they're different models, but mm-hmm. the one model that always holds true is how can you generate the most number of dollars per hour? And that's what you're trying to do is you're trying to move up your dollars per hour. Your total dollars may have gone down, but I'll bet in this last move here that your dollars per hour has moved up. Although there are a lot of hours missing, correct? Because yes, interestingly, I'm actually not spending as many hours doing voiceover, uh, because I, you know, we're working a lot of voiceover training stuff, which is very, very important part of what I do. But yeah, I actually, I, I've been working fewer hours compared to last year. 
Got it. Okay, so that's that's very clear. So now yeah. let's go from Monday to Tuesday and talk about more specifics. What happened on Tuesday? I spent a lot of time working on, I'm working on a big textbook right now that's due later this month. Um, it's a sociology textbook. It's a captive, it's a, it's a page turner. So uh, I'm very busy with that. Uh, also, uh, I recorded a commercial for a company called Lancia Homes in uh, northwestern Ohio. And then I did some pickups for a previous client. So that was all that I had Tuesday. Got it. And the Lancia Homes, obviously part of the compensation was a free home, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. A free home with every commercial. Well, everybody should know that, that if you're in the voice of over business, sometimes you do get some wonderful perks. So Bill will have now a, a full house that he's uh, going to have renters in. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, I spent all day working on the textbook. I mean, that's, that's all I did all day Wednesday. That was, uh, I tell you, well, I don't want to go too much into this, but I'll just, I won't be doing any more textbooks in the near future. It's just not making me that much money. I think really what you're saying is you won't be doing any more textbooks ever. Yes. I was putting it very lightly, but I think you're, you're exactly right. That expresses really my true feelings deep down inside. (laughs) (laughs) Thursday, um, I started my day in an interesting way. I actually had to, to make the commute into downtown Chicago, uh, with so many thousands of others. And I, that was just a reminder. I never want to have to do that for a living. I don't care what type of work I'm doing. I know. So now let's, let's take a look at what happened there. You got up, you said at six, you were on the road at seven, correct? Yes. You got to the client's office at what time after you parked? Uh, by the time I parked and got in, it was about 20 till nine. Okay. So now you've spent an hour and 40 minutes going door to door to this client. You now worked in the studio for how long? No more than 30 minutes. Okay, so you did 30 minutes, and you were back home at what time? Another, uh, well, I, I took the my uh, son and daughter were with me, so I, I took them out for breakfast afterwards. So if you cut it, cut that out, add another hour to it. So, you know, between 10.30 and 11 would have been the time had I not stopped for breakfast. Got it. So now we're looking at eh, two hours and 45 minutes for $600, as I recall you got, yeah, right? Yeah, right. It was a $600 spot. Yeah. Okay. So now, and and so still, it's still a good hourly rate, but the aggravation of having to drive in Chicago traffic, especially on the inbound commute, is something you nor I would want to do. No. And I've only, yeah, I do that once every, I don't know how many years. Uh, and it was because the client insisted on using ISDN. I have Source Connect and I can bridge to ISDN, but not everybody trusts it. And this client did not trust it. They were afraid that we might have technical glitches and they only had blocked out an hour of time for me. So anyhow, you know, whatever. So, but you still got a pretty high hourly rate, but it's not something that you would really go chasing after. It's after you fine. No, exactly. And that came through a, uh, I have an agent in Kansas city. I didn't even audition for that. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Oh, so you didn't have to audition. Explain what, because people might be curious. Uh, I mean, you know what that means or, well, I mean, I, I, in other words, they heard your demo and they said, book them. Yes, exactly. They heard my demo and they told the agent, uh, we'd like to have this guy do the script, which rarely happens. Usually. Do you, know, do you know how many people the agent put in front of them? I have no idea, but we know that you got selected, but I got selected. So, uh, yeah, that, it was all good. So that was, uh, it was fun. And I posted a little video. We did, we did a live video from the recording studio on my, uh, Facebook fan page, the Bill Dewey's voiceover. And it's still there. So if you want to check it out, um, little insight there. Now, and then when you got back, I, as I understand, because I remember I talked to you, Thursday, there was still plenty of work when you came back. Yeah, I did some work. Uh, I did a bunch of on-hold uh, work, including uh, for Pizza Hut. 
Uh, I did a corporate project for a company called Atlas Copco. And I did another corporate project. Uh, the company is called Free Data. I don't remember what it's about, but it's some sort of IT thing. Okay. And so that was a, a fairly big day in terms of total revenue, I guess. Yeah, that was, a, that was uh, I think we made a thousand bucks yesterday, all, all told. Cool, cool, cool. And then it's today now. Today. And uh, what, tell me about it. I started off my day with a brand new client that they heard me through, uh, I think it was voice123.com. And they contacted me directly. Okay. And uh, I did not have to audition once again, which was, uh, again, unusual, although it happened a couple times this week. And uh, it was for a tag for a TV commercial for in something in San Bernardino, California. It's for some sort of, it's like a home where, um, you know, the elderly go. Got it. And uh, so I do the, the it was a ta- literally it's a tag. It's about, it's probably less than 10 seconds at the end. And it paid 500 bucks. So that was pretty cool. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was easy peasy. Did that this morning. And then I've been recording. I recorded more. Uh, I, I have another chapter record to record today for this textbook. Working on that right now. And I'm also in the middle of a really big uh, learn uh, a driver safety learning project for a client. So that's doing that too. Let's talk a little bit about that textbook project uh-huh. in context for the people who are not in your position. Many people listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube are would be salivating to get a job like that. Yeah, yeah. And if you were first starting out in your career and had plenty of time to do it, you would you would take a job like that, right? Oh, yes, and I did. I, I have. Um, anytime you can get a book reading, audiobook type reading job, be it textbook or otherwise, and somebody is guaranteeing you a decent rate, uh, and by decent, I mean re- anything from $25 an hour and over. I... I consider decent if you're trying to get launched. Um, I think you should do it. Um, I had a thought there. I lost what it was. So but now the change of heart is because you've now gotten past that. And now it by doing those kinds of jobs, it basically is reducing your hourly rate. Rather exactly, than- yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. When you're trying to, you know, when you're first getting started, you want to fill your day. You need to be making money, some dollars per hour, any dollars per hour. And with audiobooks. You know, as most of you guys know who do this, most the only thing that's being offered right now, or mostly what's being offered, are royalty shares, which end up being basically, you know, your share of nothing is not a whole lot, you know. That's an exaggeration, yeah. but you get the idea. Yeah, 100% of zero is still zero. It's still zero, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if somebody says, I'll give you a couple thousand bucks to record this textbook, then you think, yeah, sure, why not? I remember from the disco era, nothing from nothing leaves Leave nothing. nothing. <laughs> and so, so here's my question then. So again, because a lot of people that we know are, are playing around with Fiverr, it, it sort of then makes sense because if you have, let's say, 40 hours to do voiceover work and you've got 10 of those hours filled with other stuff, it makes sense to fill those hours in with virtually anything that can produce revenue, correct? That's my philosophy, yes, indeed. It would make sense to me because, I mean, if you've, de- if you've designated 40 hours as time that you're going to do voiceover work, and if you can, you know, if the choice is between making, you know, 30 or $40 an hour, which many fiber jobs do pay, if, you, if, if the choice is that versus nothing, then you obviously choose the something. I would, I would think so. It only makes sense to me. From a business standpoint, it certainly does. Now, again, given the fact that, and, and I'm, I'm curious to see this, I think there is talk uh, that, you know, that, that there will be some people experimenting 
uh, with kind of you know higher prices and seeing whether Fiverr is a viable alternative to to get that kind of work because I think it's interesting because everything is about dollars per hour and I it's just and if you have time in your schedule you feel, it's like uh, the best analogy I can give I think is with an airline there are certain you know if you've got a, a plane that's leaving in two hours and you've got you know fifty spots available you'll almost fill them for virtually any amount of dollars because right. you need you need the revenue right absolutely right and I think it's same the same thing is true with the voiceover business if you've got forty hours devoted to voiceovers and you've got only ten hours filled this week well then fill them with anything even if it's five bucks ten bucks ten fifteen bucks because you can use it almost as training work for yourself right yeah Yep. That's, uh, I mean, that's the way I built my business. Yeah. And I think, and, and again, the sort of analogizing it to what you used back then was more Craigslist, right? I did a lot of, yeah, a lot of Craigslist. A lot yeah, of Craigslist. There you have it. Any other final thoughts, given the fact I've been yakking here? No, I just, the only thing, other thing I wanted to mention was that in case you're wondering, well, what did I do differently this, this week that I'm making more money this week than a couple weeks ago? And the answer to that is absolutely nothing. Um, you know, if you've got a good plan, sometimes you just have to, you just keep doing the plan. And, uh, and Fred, you talk a lot about poker and I forget the term that you use, but variance, variance. Yes. The, you know, the variant, there's going to be variance. Um, and, uh, it all, it all comes out in the wash. So you just keep moving forward, doing what you know is good. And there you have it. Bill DeWeese for his weekly roundup. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Fred.